Welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Varun and I've got DJ with me this week and we're going to talk about uh, all things Asia Cup which is coming up in less than 7 days, India Zimbabwe and a little bit about baseball. DJ, how are you doing? I'm well man, I'm well. First of all, I have a cricketing question for you, right? Yeah. So, you know I play cricket on the weekends. Yesterday for the third time this season, I was bowled on my leg stump of a spinner. So people talk about not knowing where your off stump is. I clearly don't know where my <laughs> leg stump is. This is I don't know what to do about this. I'm shuffling too much. Uh, is it a leg spinner or off spinner? So I've been bowled once by a left arm spinner so that came in around my leg. Okay. Yesterday I went around to try and pull it and I missed it and I hit the top of leg bale. So the problem really is that every day I'm shuffling, shuffling. <laughs> that was horrible. It was horrible. Like it's the worst way to get out. Any tips on improving my leg stump play? I don't know. Maybe I think you should watch these like Chris Lynn type guys. They just sweep the whole day, right? So they cover themselves. They take a nice single. It's yeah. It's definitely not fun getting bowled by a spinner. I imagine if if the mid stump was like cartwheeling back, you would yeah. still be like, that was good. Well, I have well. I have too much time. That's the problem. I've shuffled so much that I've like <laughs> missed it on my leg stump. It's appalling. I'm playing again But today. I saw so you, I saw you had some uh, some nice golf driving range practice. How's that going? Yeah, it's okay. Once my hands and legs stop working then uh, I guess I have to take up another sport, right? So I'm preparing for my old age by taking up golf. <laughs> But yeah, all, all cricketers do, right? Apparently, yeah, I don't like... know. It's it's actually like quite a difficult game for a cricketer to play because as a cricketer you're trained to hit the ball straight and long, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, you don't always have to hit the ball far in golf. It's better to hit it straight. So yeah, exactly. uh, hitting a 165 yard drive Asian going to help you if you just need to go like 80 yards and you just need to go straight so if you hit into the trees so i've i've lost a few uh, few golf balls over yeah, the last few weeks one one bad in cricket but like 14 clubs in golf so you have to keep changing how yeah, you do it it's too much but one day we'll play man i know you're a big golfer so uh, hopefully yeah, i hope you're able to, to give you a game ashwin plays a lot but uh, yeah that'll be fun man yeah. um so let's Talk a little, little bit about India Zimbabwe first because that's the series series going on. Before we get into the actual matches, I know you had run something on social media where everyone had to kind of send in their favorite India Zimbabwe memories. I definitely have two that I can remember. I'll I'll just tell you those. I want to hear yours and what everyone else had to say. One was definitely that Henry Olunga spell at the World Cup. I'm sure that came up. The other thing is, and you that's not your favorite. That's not your favorite memory though. That's like. No, that's Your like the most favorite. yeah, the most thing. The thing I remember the most. The other thing I remember is I just have this weird memory of Robin Singh coming out and hitting fifty-seven not out and uh, winning games regularly at Parl. I don't know. Is has it happened more than once? This has is not, where but, uh, Sachin got a hundred and four. We chased two forty yeah. in forty overs to get into the Tri Series final. This is in like South Africa. Yeah, yeah, and Sachin exactly, exactly. six. straight over of Edo Brandies what a yeah. shot that was and Tony yeah. Gregg was on commentary and he was like as always that's a wonderful wonderful shot oh memories I remember that I remember that quite clearly and I think Robin Singh and Jadeja finished off that game yeah. to help us qualify because I think Sachin got out with a few runs to get Yeah so what was yours and what was everyone else's So my, one of my favorite memories is actually 
of course the sachin uh, taking a longer part in sharja after being embarrassed a little bit by him in the previous game uh, just like i think there's a video on youtube which is sachin anger in full power or something like that which is great we'll put a link in the show notes the most depressing memory is probably the 99 world cup where I think we gave away 46 extras as well in the first innings while only conceding 240 something and then Olonga took three wickets in an over including Robin Singh caught at cover and Srinath swiping across the line Sachin wasn't playing that game remember he'd gone home for his father's funeral yeah yeah and we only had 47 overs because Agarkar bowled so many wides that we overran on time so it was that was the first time Ajit Agarkar really failed uh, but Dougie Marillia is another depressing memory but in the same series it's a memory that I have with you actually and I'd come over to your house to watch uh, a game and India were playing an ODI against Zimbabwe in whites and Ajit Agarkar scored 67 of 25 balls Dude, and we, what I can't remember this at we, all we watched yeah fastest 50 by an Indian and now joined oh. fastest with uh, with Rahul Dravid equaling it But yeah, that was uh, one of my favorite memories. Um, I always remember when I used to come to your house, uh, I used to ask for two Cokes. I never used to drink yeah. Coke. Yeah, this is because I was only a lot of Coke and friends. With guests. To make sure they got one. So that And I was I like, could... I don't want a Coke. Shut up. Yeah. Have a Coke. Always take it. If it's coming, always take it. <laughs> And give it to me. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do remember that uh, that game. Of course, there were other like Grant, uh, Grant and Andy Flower, Andy Flower sweeping and reverse sweeping for days. Man, what a what a team they had actually towards the end of the nineties, right? Yeah, intense. Uh, when you start thinking about it, it it was a very very solid lineup. Yeah, and we used to go to Zimbabwe and we used to like come back with drawn series. From what I remember, yeah. there was Ashish Nehra. I think made his debut against Zimbabwe and was taken off for running on the wicket as well. Um, yeah, I mean they were a really strong team. Of course, they fell away. over time they also did well in the 99 world cup they went to the semi finals or nearly went to the semi finals no yeah i remember they, they did, did well. well they went to the super 6 stage not the semi finals yeah. didn't kenya make it to the semi finals in some world cup 2003 no, uh, when dada scored 100 yeah, mino basha dada big daddy big daddy 100 he scored he scored a 100 against uh, kenya and i think namibia in that uh, yes. in that world cup it's just like <laughs> if you are not a regular test playing nation i'll score a 100 against oh dude since you mentioned dada do you remember i remember there was this coca cola flip book that showed dada hitting paul strang paul strang was zimbabwean right yeah yeah Paul dada and Brian. Hitting, like yeah just stepping out and hitting dada oh uh, dada hitting paul strang for six no. there was this little flip Wasn't book that, that afridi no 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 it was definitely paul strang it was uh, yeah i remember that was very clear oh wow okay anyway so these memories <laughs> probably seem to be more fun than so, the actual what what was your memory though like if you have the Mine worst the, memory i have the no i have the robinson one and the world cup one those okay. are the two okay okay and yeah. dougie morelia Sweeping Zaheer Khan. There was also Zaheer Khan hitting four sixes in an over off Henry yeah. Alonga. Actually, just pretty. A lot of our memories are centered on Henry Alonga. If that's a trend, you can tell. Yeah. Last three to four minutes. But like I was saying, DJ, this conversation seems to be a little bit more like memorable than the two matches that have passed so far. First, what's your take, man? Like BCCI wants to set up these like roster of players who can go and play everywhere. 
like I, I'll be very honest, I haven't watched much of it. Right, I've got a lot of other stuff going on. DJ, you have watched some because it, the timing works for you. I wonder what's the view. Do you think the these guys are really kind of? Is it really driving that incremental revenue for a BCCI? Is it Zimbabwe cricket board that's that's paying BCCI to come here? Like, what do you think is the longer term play on these type of series? Because I can only gauge it by like, you know, the my, my WhatsApp, my WhatsApp groups. Do they light up when, when India is playing generally? Yes. Did, did they have the, has there been a single message about the Zimbabwe games? No. So I'm just curious. I don't know anymore what to think about this man. Every day we seem to have a new captain. Every day we seem to have some new wicketkeeper. Somebody else is playing. I, I mean, at one point, right? Like when you were a kid, like uh, your parents were like, Okay, um, maybe cricket is not a career because only 11 players play for India. That is yeah. no longer the case because we've had like 48 people play for India this year itself. And yeah. it's like, anyway, we're just handing out caps like candy and I get it. We're, we're doing like a, we're creating a pool of players and all of that stuff. But it does take away a little bit from the the spectacle and the anticipation of what Team India playing cricket is and I, I don't know how many of our listeners are actually following the Zimbabwe series. I was reading tweets on Twitter which were like uh, ye dekh rahe ho, zindagi barbaad hai. And clearly meri zindagi barbaad hai. Because I was sitting I'm glad I said it. I haven't watched too much man. Yeah, yeah. But I was sitting that. Yeah, but I'm sitting and watching it but I'm watching it for like interest in I don't know because I like cricket I'll watch anything I even watch the 100 I mean I know there must yeah. be fans of the 100 but like I watch the 100 because if it's on I'll I'm an addict yeah. right so other yeah, than the extreme can... cricket addicts who is watching Shikhar Dhawan score 57 of 92 balls against Zimbabwe tell me yeah it is only and yeah it's only the cricket addicts who could watch that no he scored more it's than a... that by the end but there was a point at which he was 57 of like 90 balls and I was just like what is he doing and it's, that's hard to watch, man. But anyway, so you mentioned Dhawan. So what's the deal? He's just an ODI specialist who will be captain when Rohit and Rahul and and Rishpant and Pandya and Bumrah are not playing. Is is that what it is? Because the here sixth is choice Dhawan. captain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are only eleven in the team, right? So here you've got Shikhar Dhawan, who's like. On three in the dressing room, we shout champions and stuff. And then he flies off to Zimbabwe, lands there as the captain of the team. And then like a day later, it's like, Raul is back. Thank you very much for your services. But Shikhar is such a great captain, man. Like, I love him because he all he does is make these Insta reels. Yeah. Have you seen his Insta reel game? It's pretty good. It's pretty I, good. Yeah. And he, he gets a bit hardcore sometimes, like his dad and his cook at home, and they're like <laughs> hardcore, like uh, Bollywood dialogues. And did you see one where he was lying on the floor and like yeah. somebody tried to cross him? And all like anyway, you guys should check that out if, if you do. Yeah. But yeah, his real game is very strong. But he's the sixth. He's the sixth choice captain at the moment, probably, which is pretty pretty hard on him. But. I mean, now our leadership group, like, you know how they, in the corporate world, I'm sure you get all these leadership, like, make everybody feel like they're leading the team, take ownership of the team. And, like, we literally have that. How many captains have we had in the last six? Ever since Kohli gave it up. Let's be clear. Yeah, exactly. It's been like like musical chairs. we had one captain. Yeah, it's been like musical chairs. People have just been like, Acha, I'm injured. My knee is hurting. I I don't know. I've had too much vada pao today. So, I can't play. Then let's bring somebody else in. Isko COVID ho gaya, isko ye ho gaya. It's become, I don't know, it's it's not been that fun. 
for Indian cricket yeah, fan. It's not. It's not that consistency is missing. The workload management is like. Yeah, workload management is important, but even the number of games is important, right? You can if there's two levers to pull when you have workload management, you don't have to play this many games, you or you don't play have these the top many players. India games, right? That's the point. You yeah, play yeah. your India A games, yeah, which are non televised and whatever else. And so, and like that's what that's what my thing is. That and that's why come back to that original question: What kind of money is being made on this? Because it's clearly lucrative to do this versus play India A, and yeah, yeah it's just so. Interesting, like obviously India is playing the ad revenue anyone would get is very high, but now you start passwording three years and like India B is playing Zimbabwe and but we we'll call it India sell. B. We're not going to. Call no, that's it what I'm India saying. B. That's but, right. Quote unquote. Do you think India that B. the do you think that the prestige for an India cap and India jersey has reduced? By this, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely has, right? Like we joke about it so much, but in IPL fantasy, there's this uncapped player who's mm. free, basically. Mm. At this point, there is nobody left, right? There's there's nobody uncapped anymore. Like two years ago, we had Gaikwad and Padikal and Bishnoi and Kishan mm. and Sky and like so many guys. Now, just think about it. Some have worked, some haven't. I'm not like I'm obviously saying uncapped from a, a joking perspective, but yes, it's changed the whole game completely. And so, is the logical extension to that that at some point we will stop playing so much international cricket? There'll be more franchise cricket where the Bishnois and the skies and all of these guys will like play and then you'll have a little bit of internet like football right are we moving towards that club model that is actually the question that is in everyone's mind every day you have a new league coming up yeah but you see the ftp has announced its tours till 2027 mm. the number of matches has gone up tests and t20s the only thing in that article that i was reading very quickly is that April and May has been kept for no international cricket because yeah, of the IPL. Except for the IPL. But and are we IPL basically is all... killing the golden goose by that? Like you have Kohli who's just talked about he's had mental health issues. It's the first time and it's, it's big news. I don't know how much we've you followed that. But I mean, I know, look, I know that he's got that. I also know that it's yesterday was his thousandth day without a century. Just think of how much people are talking about this kind of nonsense, right? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's talked about it. Meg Lanning has taken a break. Ben Stokes has come off a break. There's, I mean, Ben Stokes has retired from one format. He, he's retired from one format. Trent Bolt has contracted out of his central New Zealand yeah. duties because he's got a young family and again he wants to play more franchise cricket, right? Yeah. You've got people like Tim David who are going around the world playing cricket as freelancers and they need to figure out whether they're going to be contracted to Cricket Australia. Hasaranga was told he can't play the 100 for a 100,000 pounds contract. That in Sri Lanka's current economy is a lot of money and yeah. he was not given permission to play. Warner wanted to go and play like the Emirates League instead of the Yeah, Big and Bash. now he's had he's had to resign BBL after nine years, I think, to be able to do other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is all moving towards like a a franchise model. Mumbai Indians are going out and buying teams in South Africa and the Emirates. I'm calling it Mumbai Indians Cape Town. My Cape Town? <laughs> it's so horrible. That name is so horrible. Listen, and then ma- so much Dubai marketing budget. Dubai capitals are all, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't know. But I don't know whether we're killing this golden goose for someone like Kohli who's so intense on the field. 
you can't you can't keep that level of intensity up across yeah. ipl games t20 games odi games okay test match no one's telling him to play everything but yeah you have a limited shelf life why wouldn't you if you're fit enough and yeah, you're fit enough and that's why you're going to have to choose but for indian players the choice is pretty simple because you don't you're not allowed to play any other league so they don't yet, like something like yet, yet, yet because yet. now now who owns teams in the south african and emirates league yeah fair enough so <laughs> eventually that's anyway. going to come eventually it must come surely like it's all about globalization right yeah i'm sure there'll be a model where uh, where it works but anyway dj before we talk mm. asia cup and the england south africa test tell me any highlights in this india zimbabwe series like yeah. deepak chahar was back rahul was back samson is playing for sure deepak huda has now got a weird record and statistic to his name he's the only guy who has won i think 16 matches on the trot since his debut oh so he's the lucky so usko world cup khilana chahiye exactly so matlab guaranteed way. i mean he he has not lost a game and i think if i remember the last one month or one and a half months we've lost one game versus west indies and clearly he was not playing that game <laughs> so he has won 16 he's been part of a squad that has won 16 matches on the trot like that's crazy didn't we lose one against england also yeah but obviously we didn't oh, play yeah. that sky scored 100 in that right sky bat yeah so yeah general let's let's talk general highlights of the india zimbabwe we, we won't run through the two so games so dudda do you call him dudda Duda I know yeah, yeah I call him Duda yeah Duda right. Duda got a good record Duda it's Duda not Duda oh okay you talking like Duda Ganesh Duda Duda Ganesh Duda um yes. Duda Duda um Deepak Chahar came back that was good he played one game got rested promptly but he showed us that he's back in that one game of course he went away before the IPL I think he was like a 1.4 million man or 1.6 million man in yeah in very IPL. very expensive is the most expensive player in the IPL actually or maybe Kishan just I think Kishan just beat him beat him yeah he showed he was back uh, Shubman Gill played a nice innings but uh, the Zimbabwean bowlers and Shikhar Dhawan slightly conspired to deny him yet another chance at his maiden international century Yeah, and he's not. He's doing no wrong. He's doing. He's doing a great job. Every time they send him somewhere to open or, or bat, he's, yeah. he hits runs. But he is nowhere in the reckoning of a quad position in any in any tournament. But didn't he open the batting in England in the last Test match? He did. Yeah, in the test, last yes. Test match, I'm he played. A little he, bit yeah, more. Yeah, not more, not ODI. That's also because Rahul was not available. Yeah, but see, he's the sole successor to Kohli, man. For me, in the ODI game, he's just just has the same perfectly paced type of game. He can hit a few big shots. He rotates the strike, hits the gaps, got a great cover drive. But that's a discussion for a later day, I guess. Yeah, Gill did well. Shekhar just did his Shekhar things, which was come in, just run a ball. and just be there at the end he got hit and then he put up an insta story with like a big bruise and say who would like a love bite like this he's just shekhar is just living his best life to like genuinely he's just he's made it also very clear he he's the one of the few people who come out and said the odi format is amazing what a yeah. format it is everyone like team did your test he's just like odi is the shit like so he's nailing like, his spot down for 2023 yeah that's Honestly. it he just yeah he that's it he just has to play the 2023 world cup and i think he's done yeah. he's done after. and he just bats like that across formats whether 
bats for sunrisers or delhi capitals or like even he used to open the batting he just bats at the same pace it's great yeah. and then samson did well in the last game batted really well got 43 not out when india were in a little bit of bother uh, kl didn't do much didn't bat in the first game got out early in the second game not much else really to yeah say. i mean i would say yeah i would say the prasid i wanted to ask you about prasid a little bit like he seems mm. to be bowling these test match lines and i think he's definitely going to be in the test squad but you just have to keep pushing man he's a, he's a good bowler yeah so i would say so let's talk about prasid oh, we yeah. also talk about siraj's outswinger yeah so siraj uh, last year when i watched him in england he basically just brought the ball in like constantly yeah. just bowled at the stumps bowled uh, outside of stump or on off stump and brought it in uh, to the right hander and Yesterday in the second ODI, I, I sat and watched him open the bowling, and he was bowling away swing, which isn't his. And he picked up on nice wicket, also like that. Yeah, and you can see like he's worked on that. It's not his natural way of bowling, and so if he can bowl both ways, he's going to be a handful. So you, because there's so much competition for fast bowling spot, right? You've got people like Umesh, you've got Prasid, you've got of course Boom, you've got uh, Shami. These guys are sharing their know-how clearly. Like Shami is somebody who would share his know-how, and like Siraj is the young gun who's like he's coming through the ranks, and he clearly... and you can see that he's been made to push the hard yards, right? Like yeah. suddenly Shami is not being seen as a uh, limited overs bowler, like mm. focus on tests, and yeah. Siraj has been pushed into the the ODI and T20 kind of setup yeah. to say bowl, just just keep going. Yeah, and I mean someone like Bhuvi is probably helping him by being in the squad, teaching him more some of the tricks. So I was very impressed by Shami. Uh, sorry, Siraj's spell yesterday, and um, yeah, good to see him developing new skills. Uh, who's the other one that you wanted to talk about? Prasid. Um, yeah, he's tall, hits the deck. He, to my mind, is the Liam Plunkett type of bowler. Comes in in the middle overs, hits the deck hard, takes wickets. But I don't know how much of a future he's got in this side until 2023, because you're playing the World Cup in India. I'm not yeah. sure you need that kind of bowler in India, to be totally honest with you. Um, so, yeah, outside of India, yeah, you could play him. But I don't see him being a real contender for the ODI squad. Fair enough. So, there you have it. We're going to take a quick break and join us on the other side because uh, we're definitely going to talk about that India-Asia Cup preview. So, we'll be back after this short break. Have you ever wondered where the business world is headed? How the ways in which we create, market and sell to consumers will evolve? Or if we'll ever go back to wearing pants while working? For answers to all of this and more, tune into Advertising is Dead with me, Varun Dugirala. Every Tuesday, as I talk to entrepreneurs, leaders and change makers from across business, media, marketing and beyond, you can catch all episodes of Advertising is Dead on the IBM Podcast website, app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome back from the break. DJ, where were you on day three of the England-South Africa test and who did you meet? I was uh, at Lord's. I'd taken some clients uh, for the day out at Lord's. It was a, it was a day where, uh, I'd say, baseball probably died a little bit. Um, <laughs> Wasim Jafar had the best tweet. Did you see that? What did he it's say? It's like, he said, England, dot, dot, 
Baseball is our new way of playing, and we win in the fourth innings. South Africa under there will be no fourth innings. <laughs> it's true. They won by yeah. an innings in twelve runs, and I met with the Lungi Ngidi on the boundary. Yeah, we, you put that video up on Insta. That was yeah. great. Yeah, it was great. He saw that the Edges and Sledges guys were there a lot, so he just came over to say hi. I mean, it's like you know, we're that famous. So like That's and subscribe. The like yeah. and subscribe, guys. Leave us reviews. <laughs> no, but that that was awesome, man. It was fun to see you put up a video with him. But yeah, there was a lot of anticipation coming into this game, and I'll tell you why. Because England is on this like baseball trend for the last four tests that they have played, and they have done well, no doubt. But South Africa is like this dark horse, which none of us expected them to do anything in Test cricket, and for the last nine to twelve months. They have done so well. Their bowling has always been solid, as a friend of mine pointed out. But suddenly, their batting is clicking. The youngsters are doing well. We saw that in the India series as well. Like we just couldn't conquer South Africa. They 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 were too good for us. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're sitting at the top of the world Test Championship yeah. table comfortably at like seventy five percent. Australia's next at seventy. So. Coming to England, winning—they've got a fantastic history at Lords. But DJ, like you, you would have expected England to put up more of a fight, right? They essentially the first innings kind of cost them that game. They got one sixty-five all out. Nobody except Oli Pope stood up. I mean, almost everyone else was single digits. And then South Africa came in and just turned the screws, right? Three hundred and twenty-six. So. I mean, that's where it, it was. Just the first uh, two days itself, the game was done. Was England don't win if Joe Root doesn't score a hundred? Yeah, it's actually that simple. It, it, sometimes they even lose when Joe Root scores a hundred, like Lords last year. So if Root doesn't score runs, the team tends to fold. Besto was their savior. He didn't do anything. Um, and the intensity from the uh, from the South African quicks was something else. Like okay, so you play out Nokia, who's bowling, who's bowling. Speed. Like it was 94.4. And you know, there's IPL speed guns and 100 speed guns telling you people are bowling 90 miles an hour. I wouldn't believe yeah, what he was that. Bowling. What Nokia was bowling that day was serious mm-hmm. wheels, boss. It was, it was hot. You could see them like hopping around. And it was that I was sitting straight. I was sitting in the Etridge stand and it was like the ball was flying. There was a bit of bounce as well in the track and it was. It was uncomfortable, and he was angry in the first innings as well because you, he, you always wanted to see that, right? Because in in IPL, he he was he's been very good the previous year. He's been very bad the the second year, but somehow in T Twenty cricket, that pace it still finds its way to the boundary. But in Test cricket, when you unleash that kind of pace, it's something. It's just else. a different. It's it, special. It's it, it's a different level when you feel. That level of heat, man. It was it was insane. And then that guy comes off Rabada and Nokia open the bowling. And then okay, when you think okay, I've got through the tough stuff. On comes Jansen, who's also bowling like eighty five left arm. And yeah, the angle. Angidi, my friend Angidi, Lungi. Yeah. So it's just four, plus just, Maharaj. You just like. In fact, if, in the first innings, Maharaj didn't bowl. Yeah, he didn't need to. They like, were out for one hundred and sixty five, right? Yeah, and exactly. Also, with South Africa. You because they're playing those bowlers, you might think that uh, Maharaj is batting too high up in the order. The key for them was to get those 40, 50, 40s and 50s down the order, right? Jansen got runs. He got 49. Yeah. Maharaj got 41. Maharaj got 41. So that is, that is key. Like, if those guys are batting and can get you runs, you can afford to play those five full-fledged bowlers. There's no part-time uh, over there. It's Yeah, and the, the scorecard was 
absolutely opposite. Like England had two people in their double digits and South Africa had only two in single digits. So yes. just imagine if everyone chips away with between 30 and 70. That's it. That's your innings right there. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the end of baseball as we know it. <laughs> this is their first loss since McCullum has become coach. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I mean, there's two and, games left in the series, right? So let's see how. Yeah, and I was reading someone that said that if if they can come back next series, they'll make it look like it's the comeback of the decade. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's good. The comeback but, of the decade yeah. has already been taken by India, boss. Adelaide Gaba, nothing is going to top that of the century, <laughs> in fact, of the millennium. Yeah. So I think that's fun, man. I'm going to make a special effort to watch the next test because I love watching tests in England and mm. South Africa is right on top of their, their game. So do watch that. It'll, it'll be fun. Right. We're going to quickly get into the Asia Cup preview. DJ, let's go straight into Team India. That's what our listeners want to hear. Now, you were out for a couple of weeks, but were you astonished at the squad that Ashwin and I put together when we were... When we forgot to report or, or or give everyone a rating out of 10 midway yeah, through. That was great. Let's rate them out of 10. Oh, yeah, we forgot. Amazing. <laughs> Let's talk about Basra instead. <laughs> so, Geeta Basra is making a comeback, by the way. I think probably because of the trend that you created. <laughs> pretty cool, man. Harmanjan should reach out to me. Um, but, yeah, but we were we were pretty much spot on where we got the backups also correct. Yeah. What's your view on the squad? Any... Big surprises for you. What, yeah, what do you see India's playing 11 looking like? Uh, well, Kohli is going to be back, right? So he'll slot back in. I think Rahul will play because um, he's back. I think it's Rohit, Rahul, Kohli are going to open. So we're going to open with the same guys that opened the last time round, but probably with more intent. Sky bats four for me. Five for me is Rishabh uh, or Pant, maybe, maybe four, depends. We need, probably need a left-hander in there somewhere. Pan maybe four. Uh, Sky maybe five. I don't know. Six Pandya. I don't think is Jadeja playing or is Akshar going to play? Is Jadeja? Jadeja is going to be Jadeja then, and then there's no boom, but Bhuvi will play. But Dinesh, Dinesh Karthik. Yeah, so that's it, right? But you've got so many right-handers now. You need like who would you play? Who would you drop from that top five six? <laughs> Yeah, we know the answer. You, you, yeah, we know the answer, but we can't say it. But honestly, yeah. like also, are you going to drop Kohli in the World Cup opener against Pakistan with that level of pressure? You're not. Remember yeah, the last exactly. time we played Pakistan, he was the yeah, only guy who got any yeah. runs. He yeah, got a fifth. Exactly. Like when Shaheen Shah, who we should talk about. Wakar yes. has said people are going to be relieved and all. I'm like, Hamara Boomerang ain't Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's now just about even. I mean... It's not a big deal. Yeah, and I mean, okay, they had one great match, man. Like, let's, let's yeah, let's get over just, it. We, it was a great match, though. That was yeah, that it was, was a great, great match. But let's, let's give him that. Uh, yeah, you have to move past that. He might do it again. Kudos to him. But so, would he play uh, Dinesh over? It was as our cricketers have said. It was twenty bad minutes in the whole year. <laughs> it was actually so like one over of bad batting, which just killed the game. But so, uh, who, would you me, would you play would, Dinesh over Rishabh? I would I would play Dinesh because over Rishabh. Yeah, I think I think it it look it has to be Rishabh or Rahul. But then I you would, have six right-handers, boss, to start. Yeah. So, but let me give you my logic why I would play him is because I think if there's any magic that is going to happen at the World Cup, it's going to come. Like I think Dinesh Karthik probably could do that. Mm. Now I could be wrong. Nothing may happen. You could reach the finals and Dinesh Karthik gets out for zero. But I am willing to take the chance. So you will drop 
Rishabh Pant to play no, I, Rahul, I'm, I'm, who's captaining India right now, but has hardly played any cricket all year other than. No, I, that's what I said. I, I would say that's what I said. That I would. I'm open. Rishabh Pant. I'm open to Rahul. Maybe Rahul preferred uh, over Pant. I mean, Why? I don't get it. Like, but if you play Kohli, you don't need to prefer Rahul over Pant. Kohli is going to give you that stability. That's what I'm saying. I, no, no. I would prefer dropping Rahul over Pant. Oh, okay, so so yeah. you'd open with with Sky or Kohli. Like, why was Sky opening for the last ten days or the last one Just, month? Everybody opens. So we have revolving doors for openers, captains, wicket keepers. But I would yeah. actually, actually, now that I think of it, I'm going to backtrack. I would rather open with Pant. And what is going to happen is different. What I would like yeah. to happen is you open with Pant and Rohit. Kohli batting at three. Yeah. Then have Sky, and then you have uh, DK, and then Pandya, and then Jadeja and the bowlers. Yeah. We just ignore I mean, the bowlers yeah, this, on this team. It's like we don't. We care. just always no, but we. Chahal, Bhuvi, someone will show up. They fodder for the batsman anyway. I mean, Harshal, Harshal, uh, Bhuvi, Chahal, and essentially it's one more like an average. Harshal's injured, but. Oh, Harshal's injured. I yeah, yeah. He's injured. Oh, so I don't. He's in no doubt for the T Twenty World Cup also. Oh, so, so for yeah. me, the replacement for him is Arshdeep. Yeah, left arm. Oh, also. dude, Arshdeep was awesome. Yeah. He was really he's left good. arm also. That's what we need, man. Yeah. So, so basically, BJ, it comes down to just that one spot, right? It's just it's coming down to Dinesh Karthik and can he make his way? Because I read, I can't remember who said this on Twitter today. Is that? Y'all keep talking about finishers, but Pant, Pandya, and Jadija are finishers. So, what are you trying to slot Dinesh Karthik in for when you've got three guys who are finishers? Pant is not a finisher. Pandya is yeah, probably a hitter. Jadija is hit and miss. DK is a specialist finisher. And that is why I am... Look, with a horrendous world T20 last year, with a horrendous World Cup record in the last 10 years... I just feel that if I had to take a chance and a punt on somebody to create that magic, I would. That and that is why I would play DK because okay. something has not been working throughout. So who's going to be the man of the tournament, Varun? Let's let's pick your winner. I mean, we can talk about the squad, but I'm a little bit bored about talking about the T20 squad. It's the same. Discussion. Yeah, that, like the one that we need to drop, we can't drop, so we have to do other things. But like, okay, cool. You that will not happen till the World Cup in Australia. No chance, right? So let's. Let's just figure out who else we're going to draw. Um, so let's go quickly on the, the winner and the man of the series. The let's winner and the man of the tournament. Let's do it. Predict. So I I say India and Hardik Pandya. Harpik? You Harpik Dandia. Harpik Dandia. That is a brave call. Dude, he's it. just in a golden spell. And I wish to God he does this in the in the World T20. But he's he's on another level. And you know who I'm going to pick? Kohli. It's going to be King Kohli. Yeah. <laughs> And all this chatter about me saying we have to drop him is going to go to shit. And I'll be the happiest person in the world when that happens. And I'm going to say India is going to win. We are going to beat Pakistan in the final. Then everybody's going to cry about how Shine Shafridi was not playing. And then we are going to beat them at Melbourne on, on the 23rd 24th. of October. 23rd, 23rd. No? I'm there for it. I'm going yeah, for you're it. the one there. Yeah. I'm going to be at the MCG watching India redeem itself, chase down all... The runs that Pakistan put on the board with one wicket down because it's going to be King Kohli again who's going to just add to his tally. All right. There you have it. Completely Not a Kohli fan at all. <laughs> <Completely> <laughs> Unbiased <laughs> view. 
unbiased, unrealistic. Like DJ's man of the series for the next two tournaments is King Kohli. I was going to say the same, but I realized you you were going to, so I said Hartwick Dandia. But now Hartwick hey, is a good let, call, man. Wickets and yeah, yeah, and captaincy aspirations. And I saw somebody forwarded me a fake news tweet from at the rate of BCCCIII saying Hartwick Dandia is the new captain of India, and they were serious when they sent it. Till I pointed out that he Twitter has been the captain of India, so that is not fake. It's probably just old. <laughs> <laughs> they went on going. There you have it, guys. This week's episode. You can see we yeah we had fun doing this episode. We're going to be back next week. The Asia Cup would have started. We're probably going to be recording this around India Pakistan time just before or after. But join us next week. In the meantime, like DJ said, please like and subscribe. Help us grow. Thank you for listening to the Edges and Sledges podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. It's been another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On What the Hell Navya, Jaya Bachchan, Shwetananda, and Navya herself dish out stories from their childhood. They discuss tough love between parents and their kids. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam talks to Bhaman Irani, President-elect Kredai, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shad Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a padyatra. On the Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on the Filter Coffee podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi. Senior Ambassador of the TEDx Program and Curator of TEDx Gateway. They discuss the origin story of TED and its franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at IVM Podcast. Also, do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.